0: It's Indiana Jones in It's a podcast Indiana Jones. about Indiana Jones, Indiana
1: Jones. every movie Jones. One Indiana
0: minute at a time Indiana Jones. Indiana, Jones. Indiana
2: Jones Minute Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute, the podcast where we try to solve the riddle of indiana jones and the kingdom <laughs> of the crystal skull one minute
0: at a time i'm tom taylor i'm pete Mummert i'm um, gerald christopher conquistador porter <laughs> and i'm ken bloom
3: not harrison
2: ford <laughs> welcome back mr not ford <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just here because i have to be and i kind of like the character sometimes <laughs> 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 beautiful well you're just in time to help us out with minute 38 of uh, crystal skull which begins with indy identifying francisco de oriana to mutt and it ends with indy deciphering Ox's message about oriana's cradle
3: well and i'm not sure who this guy in the book is but it's not oriana oh come on really <laughs> really <laughs> no oriana had lost his eye right when oh. he got oh. to uh the new world i mean he can't be
1: it. idolized in in whatever painting oh, his documentary. i almost
3: said photo
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well he also died when he was 35 and i i have a hard time thinking uh, that guy's 35
0: i'm amazed he's a real guy
3: oh yeah I, he's no, guy, that but... guy, I
0: mean you know how it was back then pete it's like he's, <laughs> he's <true>. like 19 <laughs> yeah actually what i want to know is what is that what is that little thing next to him that little mask like, okay yeah is that a mask or is that oh. an alien
1: well, isn't that the, the thing about, it looks like a mask,
0: Yeah, but don't, but We're don't say later. Yeah, aren't we? yeah. They
1: find, they find the gold mask on him. He's wearing a yeah. gold mm-hmm. mask. Yeah. So was this painted in the new world then? I guess. Do you get painted with your death mask? Did he bring mask his mask order? with him? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> was it a death mask or was it just like, this was the thing he used to love to wear <laughs> just to parties and things. It makes me look cool. <laughs> Let's cocoon him with
0: it.
3: <laughs> yeah well they always painted him with an eye patch like like old indy so it's it's uh it seems like his huh. death mask would have an eye patch too
1: yeah i mean if you're gonna get your portrait painted and you could fix any one thing maybe put the eye back i don't know it was a choice
2: <laughs> yeah
0: hmm
2: heightened reality <laughs> uh has anyone on the face of the earth who's not a fictional character ever ever said the phrase just as i thought <laughs> <laughs>
1: no i don't
3: think so i don't think so either <laughs> okay
2: just checking
1: have you i've used that's what i thought yeah oh sure yeah
3: yeah but just as or i was thought, gonna you, say you that. only say if you're super super affected in the way you speak
2: yeah right if you're if you're sherlock holmes maybe or yeah apparently indiana jones in the scene just as
0: i
3: thought mm-hmm. just as
0: i Kinda thought. uh agatha christie character right <laughs> i mean maybe right, he right.
1: realizes that he's not gonna get a very good conversation out of mutt. So he's been internally talking <laughs> to himself about what, what he thinks might be the case with it. Did this. you think that Indy? I sure did Indy.
2: That's great Indy.
1: <laughs> You're always right. I should trust you more.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I have a question here is, is Indy holding Oxley's letter?
3: Yes. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is
0: that what that is? Because I feel like, it says a hell of a lot more than it's the Nazca lines.
3: Yeah, I do too.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just you know, please
2: take care of my fish. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's like uh, it's like I had uh, laundry in the washing uh, machine. Uh, <laughs> it's like the Grail Diary from the last one that, that, yeah. that had like you know a hundred pages and only three of them had anything on it or anything. Three useful seven
0: ten. Yeah, get it? I can throw this thing away. <laughs> there's a squiggly line that's a map dad what are, all, are all these drawings too.
2: of naked ladies
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he use his entire diary for naked give me back drawing. my book <laughs> <laughs> you do though going back to what jerry said you get a, a really nice shot of uh the cross of coronado which i'm not sure why that's on there
2: oh can I, oh on the, really oh yeah oh yeah. on the sheet yeah you're on right the letter, yeah that's funny well maybe it's like a you know you remember this thing.
3: failure indy it <laughs> <laughs> hurts doesn't it oh that's awesome you have the whole letter is just him making fun of indy everybody yeah. lost the idol <laughs> Remember when he lost the cross yeah i'm gonna make this clue
1: really obtuse for you so let's <laughs> let's you know let's make it into a test for you
3: to see if you can figure it out smarty <laughs> yeah.
2: pants dum-dum
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah figure this one out dum-dum i like that mutt <laughs> uh comes very close to directly quoting his dad's alter ego when he says oh you ain't bad in a fight which is almost exactly what Han Solo says to Luke at the end of Star Wars. Yeah. Pretty good in a fight. Yeah, it's good, good. Yeah. And then actually, I have, I have a fantastic question that comes off of that, actually. This is a really good question. You're going to like this. Pete, write this down. It's a good question. <laughs> um, Indy goes, is this just, in his, his response diary? That, he's like, yeah, write this <laughs> in here, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Crystal <laughs> Skull Diary. Uh, Mutt says, you ain't bad in a fight. And Indy, sort of like, you know, you uh, know, uh, not uh what's the word? And he sort of sarcastically says, uh, oh, thanks a lot. Does Indiana Jones recognize or does he think of himself as an adventurer? Does he like when he when, when he's responding like that, is he saying like, oh, yeah, I can yeah, I can hold my own in a fight or something? Or is he thinking, oh, yeah, I'm Indiana Jones. I'm Indiana Jones. I'm an adventurer. I go around. I beat up Nazis. I I, I should be dead by now. I mean, I he's pretty smug things.
1: throughout this movie
2: about these
1: various moments he finds himself in. and things to figure out i think he's fully invested in what he can do by now i guess so yeah i i I, I don't think think he's humble i think i think you can only have so many near-death paranormal encounters that you somehow make it through before you get a little cocky right he did survive uh, an atom
2: bomb yeah the adamob didn't take him down he must be an adventurer but like earlier on he says like oh so you're like a like a grave robber or something he's like no i'm a teacher i'm a i'm a, I'm a tenured professor and they, there's no like twinkle in his eye of like well yeah you call it grave robbing i call it you know running around the world having misunderstandings and you know well i think
3: part of that is because he is kind of smug now like he's he doesn't have to prove himself to this kid like he doesn't he's not saying anything to try to be like no i'm actually a, a grave robber i'm actually really good in a fight like you're just gonna like yeah i mean it's also
1: kind of weird how quickly he accepts mud into his confidence and home (laughs) this
2: this, this kid
1: is still a stranger to him no matter
0: what i had a question about that so do they then go from you know the, the the marshall library to dean charlie's house (laughs) <laughs> yeah wait aren't they being chased by russians that's they, like, what i was gonna run? say yeah. here's yeah. what i don't know don't you think well, that you didn't the, the, see the, the library the blow
1: up like, behind them as they drove <laughs> away <laughs> yeah. taking the russians Toss out be with it
0: <laughs> i what, wouldn't the the russians or the know the, that he you know, was there the, yeah they, they, or the fbi would would stake out his house
3: yeah something, something. Yeah. yeah
0: don't you think
2: Somebody. See what kind of adventurer could he be if he doesn't pick up on that kind of stuff? I mean, it's like basic, yeah. uh, you know. As we discussed in the last minute,
1: this is just a rough outline for a film. This will get sorted
3: out <laughs> once do in the, the final second draft. draft. Yeah. yeah,
1: once once David Cap has a few more revisions under his belt,
3: uh-huh. he'll get <laughs> we're, there. We're all missing something huge, though. In this in this scene, uh, two huge things. One, if you look behind Indy, there's a statue that looks like two guys fighting over the Holy Grail. <laughs> oh yeah, which is pretty cool. But even yeah, way bigger funny. than that. Uh, behind it's a fertility Indy,
1: statue, they're always fertility statues.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but behind Indy, uh, there's a photo of Willie Scott wearing her red dress on his dresser. Whoa, are you get kidding out of me? Here. Wait, no, a minute. Th- yeah, it, it's how did he get? Like, did Lao Shea send him a publicity photo later? Like, oh, you probably missed this lady, or did well, he, he has.
2: He has publicity stills from Last Crusade on his desk of Marcus and uh, (laughs) and Henry.
1: He's he's on the mailing list for all the publicity materials for all the previous (laughs)
3: films. (laughs) But he wouldn't have been able to take a picture of Willie Scott because the red dress kind of got destroyed. Yeah.
1: And they didn't have
2: color photography.
1: (laughs) That was hand colored. That was during his uh, hand coloration
2: phase when he was. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Maybe he commissioned it. What uh, what second is that, Pete? I want to see that.
3: Yeah, it's small. It, you if you're watching, you can zoom in on it. If you're,
1: yeah,
3: uh, it's can, not. Can the fifth film
2: bring Willie Scott back?
3: I was gonna open this one. Would there was talk of that
2: of like having <laughs> yeah. her and Marion like chatting it up and stuff.
3: Second twenty four,
1: and Elsa pops out of the it. ground with the Grail.
2: <laughs>
0: oh wow!
3: <laughs> like you can see on on his dresser back there next to the lamp, if you zoom in, it's a it's a picture of Willie Scott wearing a red dress. Oh my
0: god! god. Pete, yeah, I what can't see what that are you, on, on an this, owl? That's
3: amazing. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's a totally
2: meta reference to Blade Runner. He he, t- he stuck it in this machine. He said, "Uh, yeah, three yep. by forty-three, yep. and the augment, hints. and then yeah." I, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know,
0: Pete, uh, because you have uh, you know such supernatural <laughs> senses. What at, at the beginning of this minute? What does what does Indy say right after he says Conquistador? What what does he say?
3: Remember the guy who got lost looking for the skull.
0: Okay, so you know what's really weird? His inflection is not at all of that of a question.
3: It's true. Yeah, it's, it's, it, that's why. <laughs> yeah. I like I thought that's maybe yeah. what
0: he what he said, but like he he doesn't. It's it's a very strange line. So, he doesn't. So it's
1: like refer back to your notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Rewind Remember the, the, the conquistador.
3: It's that, or it's like with Marcus. Marcus didn't get his moment of respect, so he's like, "Let's give this guy his moment of respect." Remember this guy?
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Really disappointed in how this film is disrespecting the dead.
0: <laughs> right.
3: I do have to say, this is all gibberish in here too. Like what he says, pre-Columbian syllabic base. There, there are no diagonal stresses on these ideograms, and saying he he had, if he could translate it, if he uh, walked it through Mayan. <laughs> be yeah. like saying, "Oh, I can translate this ancient Chinese if I walk it through Norwegian. Like, yeah, if I teach myself Norwegian, yeah." Like, I None mean, of these that, things have anything That sounds to do with plausible each other. to me. <laughs> and by
1: the
2: way, if, if anybody's curious, I timed it, and he deciphers this thing in exactly thirty seconds.
0: If you go yeah. from when he says, "Oh, just as I
2: thought, Kioma or whatever it is," and yeah. then he says, and then he slaps on the thing, it's a riddle. It's exactly thirty seconds. Take so that, Ox. A, that's a good teacher.
0: You know what? You know what's really sad. You know, tired Pete,
2: of doing your homework for you.
0: I, I actually, I have one note here. Uh-huh. I only have a few notes on this minute. <clears throat> and you know, he says I might be able to read a bit if, uh, though, if I walk it through mine first. And it's one of my uh-huh. favorite lines in the movie. No, it's a cry. great line,
3: but it, it doesn't make because Mayan is from. Like Central Mexico and Coyohoma yeah. is from Peru. So, I mean, that's those are really, really far apart and have no relationship with
1: each other. <laughs> Again, it's just a very loose outline. This will all get sorted out. He's going <laughs> to run it by some, some just experts. <laughs>
2: just running some stuff up the flagpole. He bowl. didn't get some
1: emails <laughs> replied back to in time. They had to go yeah. into production. Listen, the it was very difficult. going to have notes.
0: It's a whole At thing. Least it, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like he like,
2: sprinted
1: it
0: through Mayan yeah, yeah. <laughs> <good> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of it kind of speaks
3: to their understanding of like you get some little flashes of oh they they did a little bit of research, and then it's kind of like, well, everything south of you know Texas is basically the same thing, yeah exactly yeah
1: <laughs> but this but this feels just like more like Indies just bullshit way through it,
3: yeah, this,
1: yeah, this more than anything like, i I don't get a sense that he is an expert
2: in this. Mm-hmm. And who's he yeah. talking
1: to again? It's this complete stranger
2: <laughs> that's in his living room. Yeah, it is true. Every time he says something with authority about archaeology or about ancient civilizations, you're always like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> 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 <Just know stuff. laughs> wow! All right, look at you.
1: Someone's read a book. Yeah, show off in <laughs> the library. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's comparing this because this is. One of those scenes, there's a lot of parallels in this film to Force Awakens, speaking Mm. of Star Wars, in that sort Mm. of, what can we do to be evocative of Mm. the films you love? (laughs) So you have that emotional attachment. And this is, you know, the scene with the the agents of him explaining the the, uh, uh, arc lore
0: Mm -hmm. in Raiders.
1: Yeah. And we've already had it's, one of those scenes. Yeah. this is like the second yeah. one of those. Yeah. This and this is, but this mm-hmm. is like the fast forwarded version of it. Yeah. It's like, we got it. We're going <laughs> to, this is a big info dump
3: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, with a character who doesn't care, which, <laughs> which if you're, if you're using, let's say you're watching this film for the first time and, you know, Mutt's your proxy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then you don't care about this either. Cause <laughs> right. Mutt throughout this scene really doesn't,
2: <laughs> doesn't yeah. care at all. He wants to what save his say? mom and Oxley, but he's not, yeah, he's, oh, Nazca lines, you don't say. Tell me more, Dr. Jones.
1: And he's, <laughs> he's
2: kind of clearly spending most of the time trying to figure out, based on his line, exactly what age Indy is. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I actually think that's a funny line. I actually like that. What are you, like 80? I just kind whole, of like tossed off. That's funny. The whole point is all he cares about is, you know, you're not bad in a fight.
1: Yeah. Right. That's, a, that's yeah. like,
0: you know, that that's that's all he cares about.
1: You know how much grease I lost in that chase? I got to. Yeah, you owe me.
0: <laughs> I wonder if there's. Is, is there Coca Cola on Indy's mantle? <laughs> is oh. that why he's styling his hair in front of the mirror? Oh, there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's some dipping sauce cola. I got a yeah. hot date tonight.
3: Let's wrap this up. <laughs> well, it's weird because Mutt is like combing his hair and stuff, but he's also obviously paying attention because he asks him like when Indy says his whole little nonsense about pre-columbian whatever mutts like oh you speak it so he's obviously listening which is interesting like i hadn't really caught that before
1: but listening in a dickish way
3: (laughs) yeah like like
1: either what where are you where are you going with this character is Uh, is he secretly interested in all these this this stuff and just playing at being disinterested and being this sort of
2: greaser aloof putz Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've sort of been, like, working with the idea that he is, like, kind of putting on a lot of this, like, he's getting Mm -hmm. angry for no reason. He's putting on this leather jacket look, this kind of biker look, and he's he's, he's trying out this personality and kind of, you know, doing this instead of, like, actually being this. Which is Mm -hmm. a weird
1: time to do it when it's, you know, a kidnapped, very close friend of the family who practically (laughs) raised you, according to him. Yeah. You know, it seems not the time to be aloof, and playing an aloof character. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So you, and this is how you're introduced to him. And you don't know any of the connection that comes later about Marion Mm -hmm. to give him, you know, a little more depth of backstory to any of this. And he's not even aware at this moment that this guy's his dad. So why, why are you, and this is the one again, going back to a fundamental problem with the film is what is the emotional attachment in the movie yeah. who is the mm-hmm. character that you were invested in you know what is the journey you don't know ox yeah as a character to care about
2: ox but we've never met him yeah
1: so why do i yeah. care that he's been kidnapped for whatever reason mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and raiders sort of made a better case for you know and you didn't even get a sense you got a better sense of who marion ravenwood i'm not Marion uh abner ravenwood was mm-hmm. to indy Based on yeah. Harrison Ford's acting in that moment and being concerned, but instantly linking it to a thing that he was working on and, and what they're looking for and what they're trying yeah. to find. And oh and, mm-hmm. and you can actually see talking about this scene, him putting together the pieces of this mystery and how these things connect, which makes you yeah. super impressed with Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, he's got deductive skills. He's got, you know, yeah. this archaeology knowledge. He's got this, you know, historical co- context of things to to put in. He can put the pieces together where these, you know, Yutzes
2: from yeah. the State Department can't." And you also hear about Marion right away too. Like, "Oh, you think she'll still be with him?" Like you don't get the whole story, but you kind of get what's going on. There's like, "Oh, there's there's a there's a girl." He he might have, you know, there's there's some connection for him there.
3: I feel like when I watched this for the first time, I already knew that Mutt was Indy's son, and I feel like almost everybody yeah. knew that going in. And I'm curious if anyone listening didn't know that going in, right? Like I feel that like that was almost impossible. I still don't know it. We watched. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, why don't I mean that gets to my big question: Why don't they just say from the Why doesn't Mutt say to Indiana Jones when he meets him, "My mom, Marion Ravenwood, is in deep trouble, and she needs your help"? And then for the rest of the movie, we're like, "Oh my god, he's got to save Marion."
0: That would be a Lassie episode. <laughs> yeah, you know you know where i i realize that i'm not invested in these characters and and i don't I, you know i'm i'm not comfortable minute six ever, no. <laughs> yeah. i'm not comfortable ever calling them the ox
3: yeah, it's, so yeah and that that's where
0: it falls down it's because he keeps saying yeah the ox said and then he's like oh you mean the ox and it's like the ox and it's like i don't know this guy like that yeah. Now, but if it had been
1: Sala. Yeah. Or someone we actually had an investment in mm-hmm. that was out in the field that we've seen before in these films, then mm-hmm. I might have had that sort of connection to it. Or if, you know, Short Round sent me. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Well, what's frustrating is we have that person. We have Marion, but we don't know it or we don't quote unquote yeah. know because, it yet. Because it's playing a coy,
1: cagey game. that it doesn't need to because also as you said anyone who saw any publicity for the film ahead of time trailers interviews anything knows karen allen's back knows marion ravenwood's back she's on the poster i think (laughs) yeah
2: like (laughs) she's walking into the
1: theater why are you being cagey with this knowledge when you could have actually a huge reveal yeah yeah you could have invested an emotional heft and drive to
2: this by she's in trouble yeah Mm mm-hmm And, oh my gosh, you're Marion's son. That's amazing. You don't have to show that he's the dad yet, but of course you get that. But like, you know, oh my God, you're the son of Marion Ravenwood. Marion Ravenwood's in trouble? Oh my God. I'm going to solve this thing in 20 seconds. Which would be
1: even more awkward for Indy to be like, oh, you know, it fell apart with Marion. She went on. She had a kid. She had a life without me. You could have developed the character of Indiana Jones further Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, this nothing info dump of a scene where you really don't get any insight into anything. It there's no drive. I don't, I don't feel like I'm being propelled to, we must go in a scene as simple as, you know, and I, I hate the fact that I have to keep going back to Raiders on this. I feel (laughs) like a broken record, You're not alone of you see, you know, that scene of him talking with, you know, a competent Marcus as he's packing, and when the last yeah. thing he throws in his bag is the the gun,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And you right. realize what the stakes are of this journey, and he understands what the stakes are of this journey. And it's not played for laughs. You're not getting quips from Marcus about what are you eighty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So there's not banter like that going on. Mark and Marcus throughout that is treating the situation with genuine concern. Yeah. Like, this is a dangerous situation. You don't have Mm -hmm. to do that. What, you know, there, there, this is not, why are you doing this? And so you're, you're seeing the ratchet up of the tension in that. And the music also is not undercutting that, which you get a lot of undercut. And I'm going to, you know, I don't know how much of that is Williams and how much of that is what Williams saw on screen, how much of that was dictated by the tone and tenor of what Spielberg wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of just comedic orchestration beats within this. Yeah. The score yeah. undercuts a, a ton of the drama in the film because he plays it like a larky and in a phrase we used in the last episode, a romp.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's what they wanted to do. I don't know. I uh, that, that's what I was saying. Like, this is this is what they wanted to do. I mean, they know what they're doing. You know, yeah. they, they may and that makes me that's why I pose that, uh, you know, last minute, which is, you know, maybe if they could go back and do a George Lucas thing of razor Raiders, you know, maybe they'd put camel farts in. <laughs> yeah. You know
1: what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, maybe is that going to be they... a patron exclusive that you can have the, the camel <laughs> sure. fart cut?
0: Of... Yeah,
1: maybe maybe <laughs> that's always what they wanted. I don't know. You know, I can't I can't I can't watch Raiders and think they wanted that.
0: Because
2: yeah. no, because you all. go
1: into Temple of Doom and it's not that, you know, we talked yeah. about last minute about the fact that, yes, there are beats in there that are comedic, but 80% of that film is dark Yeah, in tone and tenor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it is only when you get a very, very chastised Spielberg and Lucas on the other side of that who took the wrong lesson from that film <laughs> yeah. into last crusade that you get them. We're going to make it a romp. We're going to make it light and right. fun and an adventure. And it's not
2: going to be a, a pulp serial, Right. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, it doesn't have to be dark. It doesn't have to be like people getting shot in the face. It doesn't have to be like, you know, dark and violent, but it does have to be, it's going to the reality some... of, yeah, of grounding some... it. Yeah. And I hear people grow realistic. The guy's face melts off and stuff, and they, you know, whatever. Yeah, yes, it's a it's a crazy. Yeah, but you, you don't know, go into yakety movie. sacks after that.
1: <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you
2: don't underscore
1: with the chase through the mine. Cool thing you do with some
2: <laughs> banana peel. Yeah.
1: Also, somebody please add yakety sacks to a sped up version
2: of the uh, the mine chase in Temple of Doom. I feel bad.
0: There's a lot of people who love this movie. I feel bad. I, you know, you know what? That there's yeah. well, there. I, I I don't know any of them. But okay. apparently I mean, I, I, I want I to hear, I'm hearing a <laughs> so lot of are. some
1: people and people are saying, and I want to hear,
3: my
0: cousin's brother's sister's roommate. <laughs> no, there are a lot of people who come to it and they don't, uh, they, they, they see it a little bit, you know, that they accept it or enjoy it, uh, more as like sort of the family, Except adventure it's not thing. a, an endorsement. You know, we, right. we taught, we thought that, you know, if you saw Raiders first, you know, usually that was your favorite movie. Like, and, mm-hmm. you know, for some people who maybe saw Temple of Doom first or Last Crusade first, some of it could be generational. Then, you right. know, yeah, that, then, That's you huge. know, that, yeah, we, we've sort of discovered that as, as we've been doing the podcast, you know, how, how these films land in your lap in your life. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, so you you don't you don't feel like a tension that that like Indiana Jones is in peril. Like that's one of the things, even though if you see Raiders, you're like, oh, you know, you know, of course, he's not going to die. He's our hero. But from moment to moment, you feel he's in peril. It's palpable. Yeah. During the truck chase, my heart is in my throat
2: because I'm worried. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm upset. It sounds like something really upsetting is going to happen or could. Like, there's a dangerous situation. Sure. A guy gets shot in the arm. The music is like this kind of thudding, propulsive thing. And it's not like, you know, light little flutes and and dingly danglies.
1: But that also, unlike this film, and I'd say that this started with Last Crusade, is in those first two films, in Raiders and Temple of Doom, you got a sense that Indy was being beaten up. That you got a palpable sense of there being a physical effect to to and and repercussions of him being hurt, of it sort of lingering. The fact that the film slowed down enough on the ship to show you know those wounds being you know felt, yeah, and And him in genuine pain, yeah, and and a character building scene, whereas Mm -hmm. this just rolls from you know. And it's a much older indie, which makes it even more of a noticeable <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: thing that you should have an
2: oxygen tank with them the whole
1: time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you not referencing? And I, you know, not to use a hackneyed, I'm too old for this, but <laughs> right. there should be more of a sense rather than the occasional, oh, you know, I, uh, I missed that drop. You know, I misjudged the distance kind of things. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you should be in pain running across a scaffolding. You should feel those hits <laughs> he just went through a
2: windshield yeah.
1: and you never get a sense that he feels anything like he felt in those first two that
2: right. they're
1: that, yeah. you know, and then, and it's like, and that's the weird thing about this is that watching it, it's a cumulative effect because mm-hmm. it's like, it steadily divests you of, of concern for the character. Right. And it just becomes a series of, of what's next. What's that? Okay. Huh? Uh, what? (laughs) And you're just barreling through it. And it just, it all, it is just an emotional disconnect to the film. And I don't know. I, you know, I, I would hope it's not as simple as if this was the first one you're exposed to, then this is how you love indie. I would hope that if this was the first one you were exposed to. You may have an affection for it as maybe your introduction to the character, but then you went and discovered better films starring that character. And that's mm-hmm. where you truly became invested in the Indiana Jones. Yeah, sure. Like this is this is the entryway pass through. And then <laughs> when you get to the real Indiana Jones, not. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've never seen anyone actively defending this.
0: I mean, there. And are, are, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. curious
1: to know the arguments they would make, <laughs> and I'm and I'm not saying this in a confrontation. I'm sure, we're hearing way. them right uh, now. Right now, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, of, you know what? A lot of people let us and, know in the listeners' crusade. On a, lo- a lot of people come to this and they kind of smack us across the face and they go, "Come on, it's fun." I mean, that's kind. Of, they're like, "It's fun." What's wrong with you guys? You know that. That's all. That's kind. Of, they're like, you know. I mean, you know, mm. half the stuff that happens in Raiders isn't realistic, so. You know, it kind of becomes like that. They're like, you're showing up. It's Indiana Jones. Have a good time. Will you?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's the turn off your brain popcorn defense.
0: I guess so. I partly? guess so. I don't know. Some of it. I'd I t- like
2: to hear more directly from sure. folks. And Well, we'll let you know, the now,
0: three of you at, out and there. And I'm more than happy. Us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and, and I would genuinely love to hear on my social media as well yeah you know, and in the, this in a polite discussion kind of way it's not like i'm gonna call you an idiot or anything like that i'm right i'm We're all friends we all I'm genuinely it. just as a structure thing well, you are talking about mm-hmm. in this scene and about the gibberish spouted uh yeah in in you know just hand waving its way through his his discerning what is being said and what, yeah. what is is there before him it's those little beats where you go you know what fine if you want to <laughs> enjoy it but is a laziness to the storytelling on this. That is, I think a valid criticism of going, well, who are these characters? Why, why do you care? What is, you know, if you're going into this fresh, who's marrying to you? Why is that a thing? Yeah. Also, you know, why is her portrayal so wildly, uh, you know, fluctuating (laughs) across the time that she's on screen? Is she competent? Is she a goofball? have they made her into Marcus? She's yeah. been
2: in situations, she's been off adventuring too. There's a big why right here in this scene mm-hmm. that I really don't understand. Why did Oxley write this information to Indy in a in a riddle? Why did he make it a riddle?
0: I'm assuming yeah. he thought that the car the, the letter would be opened.
2: Yeah, but he but Indy says Indy says that they let him go. That they let, Or they let Marion go so that she would get the letter to Indy because they needed Indy to decipher it. So if they can't read it at all, why does he then make it so that the deciphered information is then a riddle? Why didn't they have it with them when they captured him at the beginning of the film? Why did they let it go through
1: normal or, you know, through uh, uh, mutt? Why did they let it get to that point? I mean, there were points at the beginning of the film that Indy could have been killed. If you need him to translate it, why wasn't that the first thing? Hey, you're out of the trunk. Yeah. yeah. Read this. Yeah. And don't then help us find guy. this we thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, wait, I have a. Don't. Doesn't. Doesn't, doesn't uh, Oxley write things down unorthodoxly? <laughs> he does, Jerry. <laughs> to quote, <laughs> to to quote, to quote you there, uh, Tom Taylor. I believe but, it's I mean, unorthodoxly. Uh, <laughs> it, but I mean, isn't it. Does. He can't communicate any other way, right? It seems like, yeah, we don't know what's going on. I, I feel it, like, I mean, phone he,
2: calls and letters, and like
0: he, like he, he got. I mean, his yeah, moose when juice. we get down
2: there, it seems like that's the case. Yeah,
0: his moose juice. He got a, a you know a, a mouthful of <laughs> goose juice. <laughs> yeah, but but there's nothing in the scene
1: later when you see what he's doing in the cell that he's doing any of this with purpose. If he's intentionally right. nesting a secret message. To be delivered to Indy, who will be the one who yeah. can decipher it, then mm-hmm. that shows a you know a a sense of purpose that we don't see him capable of. He can't right. even get proper help without running to
2: the enemy to bring
1: them yeah. back for help later.
2: And it just, it just yeah, it just seems like an extra step that doesn't need to be there. Like that yeah. he wouldn't and and that he wouldn't think of or be capable of at this point.
1: Yeah. So it, is he either feigning it? Is he not feigning it? Why doesn't Indy go bonkers later? Yeah. Just from exposure to the skull. Why? Uh, uh, just... Lots of questions. So Lots of know. riddles without you having to write a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> lots of riddles in this movie. Why can't people just be straightforward? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, here's a question. Yeah. When, when uh, Mutt asks, what are you, like 80? And Indy slams the letter down on the coffee table. And then a second later, I'm 79.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I'm trying to figure out, is is he mad about that crack or is he just thinking about it's a riddle at the time? And that's why he throws it now, down. Y-
0: you know, what's frustrating. They film it because they want you to think that India is mad about that crack because yeah. I watched this several times. And that's that's how they yeah. film it. You know what I mean? But but uh, no, he's not. He's not even listening. Yeah to right. To at all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so That's true it's kind of one of those trick um <laughs> at uh i have a question it's <laughs> at second 34 what does mutt eat oh yeah he's some gum i think yeah is that what it is out. yeah it was like it's indy's house it's like an apple from the garden of eden I tried
2: to. <laughs> I tried to look up what gums were the most popular in the fifties, and like we're gonna have a whole discussion about what gum do we think mud is chewing. Sen. But then I decided not to.
1: What? It's it's clearly sensen, sen, right? Oh, I don't. What really? I don't know. What is, is that? that? Is that the the mint? Is, is he, uh, it's the the mint from the fifties. Sen Sen. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Mm. Referenced in the uh, referenced in the Billy Joel song. It's still rock and roll to me. Oh. <laughs> All right because I wanted to pull that in because why not make everything nonsensical and everything we're tying together here. (laughs) There is another thing that this sort of prompts and just this sort of summarizing why I think this thing is just annoying to me in this scene and the Mm -hmm. machinations. And it's an issue that uh, I have with like um, Stephen Moffat as a writer for Mm Dr. Who Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is that there's a point And this is, I think maybe an issue with the entire film where you get so enamored with the clockwork of the mystery and the story you're trying to put together that you don't pay attention to anything else. And it's all about, look how clever I am. Hmm. And I think this film tries to be so clever in its feints and bait and switch and, and the plot and what it really means and the motivations and all that, that everything else is just, and it's not even a good piece of clockwork as far as right. all of those things. Like
2: the faints are barely there. Like, But it, like, it seems
1: like they kept that, you know, there was a desperate try to do that, like layer in all these things and, and make it this dense piece. Yeah. Which, you know, it's trying again to be referential to Raiders, which sort of naturally laid out these things. We had you laying in like the staff of raw and about, you know, why the Nazis got it wrong when they were, you know, using their staff. And yeah. this film tries to do all that and lay all those things in there. Yeah. And it, it just you know, last Crusade did that face.
2: too, And I got confused during last crusade. Like there were, there were just too many little like half baked, uh, oh, and why of the thing goes to the thing. Yeah. Just like, you know, you're all after a thing. Just go after the thing.
1: You know, why are these, these markings on the library floor who went to that kind of trouble to, why Mm -hmm. was that a necessary thing? (laughs) But that goes back to like pirate treasure maps and how you know, the films treat those things. Mm -hmm. It's like Raiders
2: is very A to B to C to D, you know, you need this to do this and then you've done that and then you can go do that thing. Like it's very kind of, you know, cause and effect. But all the discoveries also seem organic. Hmm,
1: And they don't feel yeah. as forced in this. Like there's a pacing to the discoveries in that that yeah. feels a lot more genuine than, you know, ramrodding 57 discoveries and plot motivation into this single minute. We just watched of here's yeah. who it is. Here's the guy. Here's this letter. What's in this letter? Here's the thing we found. Oh, it's a secret. It's a code. I know this code. We got to walk it through right. this.
2: And I've you know I've watched this movie a few times since we started doing this, and I cannot Sorry. tell you, I literally cannot tell you how the alien at the beginning of the movie, in you know in Area Fifty One whatever, I don't know how that factors into this movie. I literally don't. I couldn't tell you. Oh, not. that's amazing. Like there's, there's, yeah, like all these I things just being tossed. Yeah, there's that. There's like mind control stuff. There's Nazca lines. There's it's like a it but is. that goes into stuff. the gimmick aspect because that seems
1: like yeah. well we want to start out in the warehouse. And it's got to be I Area so, Fifty One yeah. because it's aliens.
0: Yeah, and we have to well, show we, the Ark, of course. The yeah, what? that's got to be a beat.
3: <laughs> but then this, this, the end of this movie takes us to a completely different place. as we get, I, I keep thinking about the Mummy, because George Romero wrote a draft of that. But at the end of this, we get <laughs> is that uh, true?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. <laughs> follow
3: the lines in the earth. Only gods can read which, or follow the lines and only the gods can read. Blah blah blah. Guarded by yeah. the living dead. And so it's like, now we've got zombies.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been cool. Well, can I just say right here, can I, uh, you know, get a sad bell? Because there are no gods. There's uh, There are no gods in the movie. Um,
2: Isn't that debatable, Jerry? What about the chariots <laughs> and the gods and the things <laughs> and
0: stuff? Well, that's what
3: they're going oh, for. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. totally what they're going for. Maybe we are each yeah. our own gods. Have you ever considered that?
2: <laughs> yeah we're, we're the gods of the ants <laughs> well uh
0: so far as as you know now uh this minute and uh i think i just want to check in with you tommy for uh last minute mm-hmm. just real quick let's get our, our doppler radar out what's the mutt watch i am still
2: i'm getting what ken is saying about his sort of uh not caring about what's going on mm-hmm. and being sort of lackadaisical even though his mom is in peril and stuff and and he's being a little bit of a brat, but I, I'm still, I'm still sort of on Mutt's side. Yeah, I think I like. I, th- I think he's just he's solid for what he is, and I think uh, Mr. LeBouff is doing a good job. Yeah. Um. I yeah, I, I think I'm,
0: I'm, I'm still on board. I'm with you. I don't, I don't see you know the, the storm clouds gathering. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I even like his split, 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 split. It's yeah. a little nuts, but <laughs> right. you know. He's, yeah. he's not, and he
2: enjoyed uh, going under the table with his dad on well, the, on the motorcycle. Well, I can't
1: wait until we talk about the next minute. I hope you have me back for
2: that. <laughs> we will have you back. Yes, you must come back so we can continue our mutt watch. And uh, you because can I see
0: storm us. clouds on
2: the horizon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of storm clouds on the horizon. Hey. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this just in from Professor Christy Porter. Oh, my God. Uh, ooh. question for Tommy. Because you're not Tommy. You're, you're Tommy to my sister. You always Thank you, will be. Um, Thank you Gerald. Do you like riddles? Uh, I don't get it. Oh, <laughs> do I like riddles? Uh Sure. Yeah, I like riddles. All right, all right, all right. Next question, real quick. Well, riddle um, me this. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who decorates Indy's house? Probably Dean, what's his name? Yeah, <laughs> Dean Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz <'Cause>, I mean, <laughs> he's got he's got a big house and there's a lot going on and there's a lot of uh, you know, a lot of uh, you know, artifacts
3: that never found
1: their way into a museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, exactly this will look great on my coffee table
2: and this will look great on my mantle and...
0: it's probably clear it's a
2: this will look good in the sitting room <laughs> yeah
0: yeah probably cleopatra's couch
1: do you think internally he just considers his home a museum so it jives with his own personal philosophy
2: oh there you go the indiana jones museum it's Everything safer here <laughs> also pretty Well, I think that does it for 38. Uh, Ken, you must come back on Friday. You're not allowed to weasel out of this. You got to come back. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, where should people find you? Because people are going to want to uh, have words with you about your take on Crystal Skull, either uh, pro or con. They're either going to say, yes, brother, you spoke truth to the people. Or they're going to say, listen, you you don't get this movie.
0: It's popcorn. You just enjoy it.
2: It's a It's a fun ride. (laughs) <laughs> well where can they uh where can they get in touch with you and uh, have words with you uh they can find
1: me at Kenplume on twitter or insta ken Plume on instagram or Kenplume.com, which links out to a whole bunch of stuff uh, uh or listen to uh, a bit of a chat which is the podcast that i do that's right excellent so all of those places and i'm just glad between all of us uh that we made it through this
2: we did We've come this far, and we're not stopping, or we're stopping for a day, but then we're coming up uh, back on on Friday, and it's going to be great for minute 39 of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull here on the Indiana
0: Jones Minute. The guy got lost looking for the skull. (laughs) It's a weird line. The guy got lost looking.